and welcome to another episode of Worldwide Wonderful Women. I am your host, Paula Harris, and this podcast is for women who are all about learning how to live in God's divine power when yours is diminished. It is produced on behalf of Transformed Worldwide Ministries. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, this is episode number 342, and the title is Dead to the Old and Alive to the New. I am so glad that you have joined us again. And if you listened to our last podcast, which is the first for this year, you understand that now we will be doing this podcast twice a month, and I will have with me a guest, Lindsay Harrell. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Hello. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? Doing fine. Just so happy to have Lindsay here and to be able to have God use both of us. She's going to bring some freshness in with different age spans. So I pray that you will bear with us as Lindsay and I get used to being able to share through this podcast. And we just trust that it's going to bless your heart. Please sign up to get our newsletters in addition to subscribing here to our podcast, and you'll be able to see some of the things that Lindsay writes. But she's such a a special blessing to us and, and to me individually as well. So welcome again, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. You are also a blessing to me, and so is the ministry. So thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you. As we talked about dead to old and alive to new, we're talking about the idea of coming out of an old year and going into a new year and being dead to something means that you don't respond or obey anymore. And that being alive to something, you're being alert to and taking positive action on. And so we had looked last week at Colossians chapter three, and we looked at verses five to 11 where the Lord had told us to take off, to be dead to, and what now this week we're going to focus a little bit more on what we should put on. Almost as if you, during this winter month, taking off an old coat and putting on a new coat. And so I hope that's somewhat of the image that you will have as Lindsay and I share even further with this. And then if you want to go into in-depth study, this study on the whole book of Colossians is given freely on our website. Go there and go through the whole book of Colossians verse by verse so that you can understand. But I'd like to read right now Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 to 15. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another, If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. So I'm just thankful that the Lord doesn't just tell us to be dead to or to put off or to not to practice something. He gives us insight and wisdom 
on the things that we should be doing, that we should be practicing. And in this scripture, he's telling us to put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, to bear with one another, forgive one another. So these are just some of the things. And above all, it's to put on love. So now, Lindsay, when you look at this, what does it mean to you to be the elect of God, to be holy and beloved? Yes, to be the elect of God for me means that through God's grace and sovereignty, I was chosen to belong to Christ. I do not believe that through the essence of free will, God wanted certain people here on earth to go to hell. I believe, though, that God knew the hearts of every one of us from the beginning of time, and therefore he knew who would authentically desire a relationship with Christ versus who would not. Mm-hmm. In Ephesians 1, 3 to 14, it says that God calls all people to salvation. Those who accept him are the elect from the foundation of the world. Praise God. All who have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ are the elect. If you're wondering if you're the elect of God, as it says here in the scripture, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on these things. If you have put your faith and trust in Jesus, you are the elect. And if you're not sure, please go to our website given at the end of this podcast so that you can go on that first page of our website and know that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, that is our desire here. Now, Lindsay, when you get into these scriptures, it talks about these different virtues that we should put on. Um, When it talks about here in the beginning, some of these virtues, would you please share your thoughts in regards to verse 13? Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, Verse 13 is a very powerful verse. Even though it's easy to glance over, I have the chance to stop myself and say, hey, let's read it. Verse 13 points out the importance of human relationships and learning to support one another with intentionality. Galatians 6, 2-3 has a similar message, and it says, Share each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. If you think you are too important to help someone, you are only fooling yourself. Entitlement, I know, is not God's will for us. That only results in idolization of oneself. But God's will, as it says in Colossians 3.13, is to come alongside those that are grieving, help them carry burdens, and forgive those that need forgiveness. Just as it says in Matthew 6.14-15, you cannot be forgiven if you decide not to forgive others. Lindsay, why do you feel that above all these things, love is mentioned to have the preeminence? I feel that above all things we mentioned, love is to have the preeminence because God's superior love is the very reason why everything God has ever done for us here on earth and in heaven has been put into motion. God's truth has been lavished upon us since the beginning of creation because of God's love. Christ being the perfect high priest he is, mediator and Messiah, it's only because of his love And every chapter of our lives from creation to restoration is written since the beginning of time because of God's abundant love. And it's impossible for us to attain any virtue 
worth living without understanding God's love first. Through him, we are saved. Through him, we are being made perfect every day, as it says in Philippians 1.6. Yeah, and really, when you think about our whole Christian walk, what is the foundation of it all? Love. We celebrated Christmas last month, and that had to do with God demonstrating his love and that he sent his only begotten son so that what? That all may have eternal life in him. That was a demonstration of his love. And then all that the father has done, all that the son has done, and all that the Holy Spirit does even today in and through us who believe the foundation of it all is God's love, his unconditional love. And so because we have been forgiven, we need to forgive others. Yes. And because, you know, we have this love bestowed on us, it behooves us not to withhold it from others. And you think about, it says above all these things, put on love. When you think about taking off clothing, and putting on clothing, love is what holds it all together. It's almost as if love would be the belt that's wrapped around all the garments to hold it together, to hold it in place. You can try to do all of these things, be humble, be meek, long-suffering, but if you're not exercising love one to another, it, it just all falls apart, just like 1 Corinthians 13 states. You know, above everything is love or love is the glue that holds everything together. Yeah. You know, we're talking here in regards to being instructed that we're the ones that are supposed to put to death these things that should be put off and we're told to put on. So it's showing a responsibility in regards to taking off and putting on. You know, Lindsay, in verse 15, it talks about the idea of let the peace of God rule in your heart. What do you think that word let means? What does it mean to you? Yes, what that word let means to me, it definitely means a lot. It means God is instructing me and every single one of us this year to stop listen, and allow God's will for our lives to come about. It is teaching us obedience. And that is just so critical for our ability to flourish this new year. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. I just felt led of God that as we, in this month of January, are thinking about letting go of an old year and moving into a new year, that we would be mindful of the things said to us in Colossians chapter three about the old man and being dead to and putting off those old things. And then the new man putting on the new things that represent who we truly are in Christ. I know Lindsay and I went over these pretty quickly with you, but I hope that you will think about that. And I know that people make New Year's resolutions and whether it has to do with your family, your extended family, all relationships, your health, your finances, your business or ministry, or any kind of personal goals as you continue in this new year. When you think about the Old Testament, for example, the Israelites were set free from slavery and taken out of Egypt. But then they had to wander in the wilderness because they did not believe God and they were not obedient to him. 
God has blessed you to come out of 2022 into 2023. Are you going to believe him and trusting and obey him that you may continue to walk in his promises? May we be dead to the things that he wants us to be dead to and alive to the things that he would have us to be alive to. And I'm just going to just go down a quick list again, just for you to, to think about these things and maybe pray over yourself. So let's be dead to lies and alive to God's truth, dead to fear, alive to faith, dead to separation and alive to fellowship, dead to bitterness and unforgiveness and alive to forgiveness, dead to criticism, but alive to Christ likeness, dead to hoarding, but alive to giving, dead to judging and being critical and alive to extending grace, dead to sexual sin, alive to purity, dead to being angry and mean and alive to being kind and to be meek, dead to pride, but alive to humility, dead to filthy language, but alive to speech that builds up. And I pray that there was something that Lindsay and I shared today that will build you up or just encourage you or just put you in the mindset to seek after our Lord all the more. Well, Lindsay, did you have anything else to share before we close? Uh, yes, I did. Colossians 3, 24 to 25 says, remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. But if you do what is wrong, you will be paid back for the wrong you have done, for God has no favorites. And I just wanted to share that as an encouragement to all that are listening, that no matter how hard we are working, that we work wholeheartedly unto God because he rewards us and he loves us so much that he will bring about what he has promised from the beginning in our lives. Thank you so much, Lindsay. And I'm so glad that you're here. It says here about allowing the peace of Christ to rule our hearts. Lindsay and I pray that you will be able to allow the peace of God to rule in your heart. And so that all of us as one body would be thankful because that's what we're called to not strife, division, and some of the things that you see in the world, no, but to be able, regardless of what is happening around us, to let God's peace rule, to call the shot in regards to the decisions that we make, the mindset that we have, the speech that comes out of our mouth, to allow Christ's peace and his love to rule in our hearts so that once again, we can be unified in one body with thankfulness flowing out of our hearts. Another thing that I want to give you a heads up on is that in the month of February, I'm going to be doing a masterclass. And if you're interested in joining this masterclass, it's going to be entitled Spirit and Soul. Talking about peace ruling in our hearts, how is your soul? And how are you in light of the Holy Spirit being able to move through and control and for you to learn through your soul. Do you know what the soul is? Do you know what it is to have the Holy Spirit and his connection and light to your soul? So I'm going to be getting into a lot of different things so that we can learn how to live the abundant life that Jesus died to give us. 
If you're interested in that, please go on our website and send me a note and say, Paul, I'm interested in that February masterclass, okay? Well, if you have any questions or if there's any topics or anything that you would like for us to touch on, please get in touch with us. We want so much to minister to you in a practical way that meets your needs. In the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening. To make sure you do not miss any future episodes, please subscribe to our podcast. We want all to be able to live in God's divine power when theirs is diminished. Also, sign up for our monthly newsletter on our website, twmforjesus.org. Please do share our podcast with others. And Lord willing, we'll be together next month. Thank you.